0: I think it was like um, starting with the same medium, which was completely different to all of us. Take that and take the approach that evolved from that. And I think that is what is interesting, which joined us all together
1: the installation that we are talking about which is called Tribes, is described as an ethereal rubber environment with threads and tendrils um it's an otherworldly sensory circumstance which perhaps in one moment is a kelp forest or of seaweed and anemones and the next an umbilical cord searching for its mother or a hidden inner body microcosm is this unworldliness the sea the land a microscopic universe or an intestinal tract inner or outer such a mysterious description. How were you able to take this very non-traditional medium, play with it and work with it and I guess bend it to your will?
0: First of all, how we discovered this, I manufactured my lithography rollers at this factory and so basically, it's the rollers that they manufacture for ballboards. Mm-hmm. so it's again more printing medium and then what was interesting for me they have a mechanical mechanism which they turn off the rubber so that the rollers are like smooth and yeah. um, for printing so it was for me the interesting part of like the um, conversations about environmental issues about the earth being almost the turning point of a stick. Uh, Using this mechanical mechanism that turns off the rollers to make it smooth, to make more printing medium, Mm -hmm. for me, it was a metaphor for the turning point of all the excess and everything should be new. And, you know, like, when are we going to live more in the sense of not a tribe, but a tribe? Yes. Um, because there's a lot of community starting living together in Japan and to minimize cost but also the sense of going back to tribes
1: Yeah, that's quite an interesting view of your own work and your own place in the world and I find it interesting that you talk about the idea of everything new our ideas about newness our obsession with newness or brand new out of the packet living what is it that you're trying to communicate when you are creating um, when you're painting
0: a lot of my work asks questions, you know, so it's not necessarily what I'm saying to you, but what do you take in your own personal experience and how are you maybe going to either reply to the question, you know, or how are you going to become involved and interactive? So that is a lot of the things that I base my work methodology on. But also, if you think about um, GMO and water pollution and, you know, like plant manipulation, you mm-hmm. just provide all this beautifully and things that you buy in a package mm we get to be removed so far away from nature.
1: We absolutely do. What I've asked both Liberty and Re is the idea of collaboration and specifically collaborating with uh, two other women. Talk me through that process because quite often when you're used to doing your work on your own terms and in your own time and in your own space as well, does it take a bit of a shift in your thinking and in your attitude perhaps? And what is that process like for you?
0: Well, um, it's an interesting process. Right, I grew up in a house with we um, of five children and I went to boarding school since I was six. Mm-hmm. So, although I'm a very, um, like, austere artist, I'm also, I've also worked a in a meditating storm, burn events, so I've been working as a team and I quite like the energy of that input of planning and then I think communication is the key, you know, like um, to bring everything together and of course, you know, like people differ and but then what is nice is that how we came to solutions in a very nice way. And um, through so planning and the um our studio room at the um C T was like the place and uh, the incubator, which mm, <laughs> mm. just branched
1: out. And in terms of just the logistics of it, obviously you um you know at some point you can plan as much as possible and and swap and exchange, you send emails and um, uh, make phone calls, but you need to be in one space together. How did you guys get that
0: right? Everything needs to be sometimes and through this duration of the working process and we were lucky that C T granted the premises for us to use. Yeah. So we had a wall that was big enough that we could see and um, the gallery space. And we also diverted and worked on our own. So what was nice to me, I tried to work in nature a lot and I did a lot of the weaving and the knotting during like the mid hours of the night. And it was an interesting, um yeah, experience. I was just trying to get as much space here as possible while I was working. Because the smell of the travel is quite. Yeah. It, it was a very challenging um, experience because sometimes the rubbers are more stretchable, some rubbers are more brittle, and you really have to um, figure out a way of um, how that's all there and darkness. So you get so in touch with how to tie the just starting off, say, before yeah. it snaps. So there's a lot of physical.
1: You traverse sort of media from lithographs to video and then you're, you're painting as well and creating these installations. But it's such a brave thing, I think, as an artist to find another boundary or another medium to um, challenge yourself with. Is there ever a fear that actually this avenue might be, you know, one <laughs> one little stretch too far? I think the,
0: the process is like a built-in process. Like when you start working with it, you start figuring it out. And then the more you are working with the material, the more you discover the possibilities. And that's when it's a very interesting journey. So... It's just it's just for me a very instrumental process and I've enjoyed it very much. Let's talk
1: about sort of audience involvement and um, how the viewer comes to your work and how that you want them to understand it. I mean, I've just sort of given a, a reading, a breakdown of how Tripe, for instance, has been described, right? How that installation at EPSA House has been described. But when you're talking about it and when people come through and finally view this um, this installation, how do you want them to tackle it?
0: In the real life people are so trapped in their own environments and how to act and because she's so trapped as herself a number of times
1: mm-hmm. and
0: everything that surrounds you is for sale. So basically we're all trapped in this commercial environment. But for me I love to see people when they come to work and they just escape. And they just, for one minute, forget about the whole world and mm-hmm. connect with something because this thing spoke to them. The energy for me is, is the most important. The energy um, that we put into your artwork. I think that is very, very beautiful. I've sat opening speech. He started and he was speaking very theatrical. Yeah. Um, but it was such a beautiful opening speech. And he said that even when... He was watching the people and his face was living up and then he said, But isn't he just a heap of plant and couldn't be <laughs> And I think what happened was he was the key that especially at the opening the people really engaged the works and they really took out his cell phones because there's so much little fine detail everywhere that you can see and yeah. took selfies of the work and I think that is is for me the most important part of, create something that makes a spark or energy shift and and exchange in
1: the world. I like that, creating something that'll create a spark or make an energy shift in the world. That's not a small ask. Let's talk about your current work, Serendipity, and you're focusing a lot on your own hands. What's that about?
0: For me, because I'm a painter, my hands are very important. I'm working with my hands. So for me, it's a, it's a way of a self-portrait exhibition, mm. But also of the I was invited to our gallery. And in a way, I just wanted to do something, try something completely new. And it's a sexual because when we do a portrait, I'm I'm so used to doing portraits, but it was really difficult for me to create personality. Mm. And, and when people speak and they use their hands, how do you create personality through the hands? And and what was very interesting was I went to these people association in the middle of town and how organized for them to be to come to the walkabout. And what was interesting is the way it was probably most of them the first time they experienced the gallery. Mm -hmm. But the way that they were talking about their paintings, so I said to them, I didn't reference sign language while I was doing the exhibition. With the and um, putting together the exhibition and a lot of the, the things that I reference or that I responded to mean exactly the same in and sign language. So I think yeah, that's it's always the small and um, in small human connections that for me this works.
1: Mm, mm. In your sort of introduction to to the works, Serendipity, you talk about your childhood growing up in the free state and working with your hands, helping your father on his farm and your mom in the garden. From that perspective, were you paying homage in a way to your childhood and to your family?
0: Yeah, most definitely. I'm very happy to have a strong family bond because in today's farm, you know, it's very difficult to to have that sense of security. Mm. And, I mean, like, I'm very happy, you know, like, for my parents because when you're an artist, the first thing they tell you is, like, you're not going to even make money, you're going to always be good, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And from the um, you know, since I finished my university days, my father offered for me to come and stay on the farm. So I was working there and it was very good for me because I was isolated and I could have really, like, painted 12 to 14 to 16 hours every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that, that for me was magical, you know, in the sense of the fact that after I finished my studies, I just started working on paintings of museum character.
1: That's fantastic. It's almost like your own personal art residency that you've been able to establish there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, the studio is always a very um, important place for an artist. So that's where all the magic stuff happen. So I think... The solid of not exploring artists, but also to explore in and mm. to travel and then come back to your route and work through your experiences and your instances.